So, here we are with Perry, the Predator Goodwin. How are you doing, my man? Spot on, mate. Can't wait to get going. Now, I've got to ask you this. Can I ask you this now because the moustache is gone? What came first, the nickname the Predator or the moustache? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Predator, the nickname first, obviously. Um, I started way back ago when I was like a, an early kickboxing fight, when I was like a kid's kickboxing, and, and someone mentioned it when I was coming out like a, a what do you call it, the guy with the mic anyway. Yeah. Must have got too too hyperactive and give me a daft nickname and stuck with us when I started fighting him in there. I was going to say, because when I first started following you, you had the moustache. <laughs> and I was thinking, wait a minute, he's called the Predator. It's only because I saw the mask, I was like, okay, he's all right. He's, <laughs> he's not one of them ones. Yeah, just looking creepy. <laughs> oh, okay, that's great to start. Here we are. So, how are you finding training in lockdown? You managed to get a lot done? Uh, well, the first, well, eight weeks, done nothing. Like, uh, training moves once, twice a week. Um, and then uh, just drinking all the time, eating too much. And then um, I think it was like last weekend, I was like, that's it now. I watched the UFC, I had a drink with the UFC, and I said, that's me. Didn't drink no more. Um, and uh, to be honest, the last seven days, I've trained the hardest I've trained without a fighting line ever. Um, just ran hills every day. That's, that's what I've done. I've got nothing no else to do. So something that I do is once, twice a week for my cardio in a, in a fight camp. I've managed to... Get my ass up and do it every single day for the last seven days. I'm gonna do it for ten days, and then I'll think of something else that I really dislike, and then I'll uh, I'll do that. Fair play for that kind of discipline and that kind of consistency, especially now when it's like you know all the distractions are there, all the junk foods there, and you. The fair play for you. Um, so regards of like your weight cuts and your walking around weight and stuff. So I've had a couple of questions on Instagram about your weight cutting and what you walk around at and this kind of stuff. What's your normal cut looking like to lightweight? Um, to, to lightweight or feather? I fight a fight a feather now. Oh, let's hear the feather then. What's the damage on that normally? Well, uh, well, basically, um, like I say I don't really train as hard as I should really or die at all when uh, when I'm gonna fight. So it depends depends where I'm at. Um, I remember the last time I, I was training before a fight got announced, like training hard, sparring every week, and that was the Jakobsen fight and the result was uh, really good. Um, but other than that, there's been like, um, like big lulls. It was like Christmas time and then I'm, I'm getting big. I'm getting like 86 kilos and then I've got... I've, I've oh, got okay, like, Christmas. I'm dropping, <laughs> yeah. I'm dropping like uh, anywhere from like 20 kilos in 12 weeks and it's um, it's not healthy and it's not for me. That's why I've started grafting now. So when I do, when the lockdown shuts down, uh, when, when the lockdown's off, I can get my ass back to how it should be and I'll be walking around about, hopefully, around about uh, 79, 80 kilos and I'll go down from there. It's, it's To be honest, it's I've never really struggled. Um, always uh, the, sort of, the sort of person that just, I just think if it, all you have to do is, it, it's easy to lose weight. That's, I've always, everyone's like moans about it. I find that I find the thing that I hate the most, it happens to be running hills at the minute. And I do that every single day until um, until until until, I, until I'm fit, and uh, and then I eat the right things, or I don't eat the bad things, and uh, the weight comes off. So I'm pretty much I can cut anywhere for a week before the fight, anywhere for like seven kilos. So that kind of mindset of was it doing what's uncomfortable to get better in this kind of I don't know. It's a very like David Goggins esque kind of you know I don't know. What's your sort of background? Where have you got that kind of mindset from? Of really embracing um, the uncomfort. Uh, well, to be honest, it's something that I've uh, 
really always done. I've always liked to run hills. It's like everyone was like, oh, I hate hill sprints. I hate run hills. I'm like, I hate it as well. But if I do it, when everyone else doesn't do it, I, I know I'm going to be a little bit fitter than them. I've always been the guy that's um, not really not really um, naturally gifted with things. So when I, when I do, when I, I've got to work harder than everyone else. So I've, all, I've always worked harder than everyone else. But I did, I did uh, listen to the audio book of David Goggins and... Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, that gave me a kick up the ass to work a lot harder than what I already, already was. That man is insane. I remember listening to it thinking, okay, so his feet are broken, his everything's broken. How how, and why is he still going? And every time he's done that, it's mental. I don't know how he's still alive. But anyway, back back to you, back at the t- <laughs> this conversation before we go into why David Goggins is mental. So you were touched on there saying that you weren't necessarily... I know the best at everything off the bat. It wasn't didn't come naturally. What was your initial background before MMA? How did you get into it? Um, well, I've always been like pushed into sport because I wasn't uh, the best at skill and things like that. And um, so I was always I've done everything. I've literally done every sport. If I, if I was to quit one sport, my parents would force me to do another sport. So I think um, I've done everything. Uh, I swam. I uh, like things that I really enjoyed. I was really I really enjoyed rugby. I played rugby for a while. Um, I've done a little tiny bit of boxing, some little, little bit of kickboxing. I even done some judo when I was real younger, and uh, just literally just every sport you can think of, I've, I've, I've seen, I've skimmed through a lot of them. But the ones I enjoyed was uh, rugby, and then um, I went from there to, uh, to MMA. So, in regards to that transition, then what was the real turning point? Because obviously, if you got stuck in with rugby and really enjoyed that, and also a team sport in that sense, how did you then get into MMA from there? What was the transition like? Well, uh, I ended up watching um, a lot of like old fights on Bravo with uh, Chuck Liddell, and like I'm watching these old re- reruns at like half ten, eleven o'clock at night. This when I'm in school, I'm like, this is this is something I really want to do. I tend to spend. Um, I was always a, an aggressive player, uh, an aggressive person on the pitch. Um, I was always first to get sent off. Of, and when I, when you when you when you get when you spend more time off the pitch than on the pitch, it's time to change the sport because. Um, I wasn't. I didn't like to get ragged about. Someone's gonna grab me by my shirt. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna grab them back. They're just getting overhand right, and that was how I always played. And that was. I think it's time of the transition when you spend more time off the pitch than on the pitch, and I did. Shadow boxing in the sim bin, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting sort of thing that. But regards of finding an MMA place to train, then was there someone who gave you that opportunity? Because obviously, if you've had the fighting outlet of boxing. Why did why MMA and not back into there? What was your I don't know. Um, I know what you mean. Um, like with boxing, kickboxing, it's very regimented. It's the same with uh, like 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 it. It has to be done this way. This is the right way. Mm. When when you go look at MMA, there's there's not a lot not a right way. There's 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 better ways than others, but like it doesn't mean it's hundred percent correct. So I, that that was the thing. That I looked at there, there were so many different styles when I watched it. You didn't have, it didn't have to be perfect, and um, obviously we're not being um, gifted in any any picking things up on it. Like that. I always always struggled when people tell me what to do. Like oh, it has to be this way, and if you're doing it wrong, it, like that that sort of sense. And um, when I started, it was like it took me forever to find it. It was in like a sports hall where the guy rented some mats, and it was <laughs> it was like me and uh, about five or six of a bouncers and there was a, I was like I think I was like 16 years old and the the guy was um um the guy was like uh he was a bouncer himself 
and he, and he were a couple of chokes and uh, it was more like self defence. But that was the start. So I think I had my first fight under under that under that sort of uh, training, which is crazy if you think about it now. Just go in there, you're tough, and you know, yeah, training. Honestly, crazy. And um, I went in there and uh, I remember my first fight. I think um, the guy I was like, I was like literally a little fat. I think 18, 19 year old and I was looking across the cage and there was this like ripped black dude looking across the cage at me and like you know I was like oh my god what the hell have I just done what have I done here but I was always in the same sense as uh, I'm not not scared of no one so let's go so I went across the cage and he beat the shit out of me for a round and then uh, and I think he gassed out and I just beat him because he gassed out I just uh, kept on taking him down beating him up and then let making him stand back up and take him down again beating him up and uh, I got the decision in the end. That was my first. Uh, Not a lot of change fight. really, has it at that point? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Stick to what you Just know. graft. <laughs> but that is interesting as well. So, what really drove you to compete at that point? Because it went from something, oh, this is an outlet for, I don't know. It's almost like, how do I explain it? It's not in the lines, but it doesn't mean it's not a good drawing as such, if you see what I mean. It hasn't, it hasn't got to be pretty, it's got to be, you know, honest. And that's what it sounds like this really was for you. It wasn't that, you know. I'm doing this by the by. I'm doing my own way of interpreting this, and this is what really works for me. So, what was the real push to compete then? What was the real situation with that? Uh, I don't know. You, you always you always want to do something, don't you? I just um, I trained for so long. You just just train for the sake. It weren't to get fit because I was always a fat kid anyway. So I'd have to I'd have to stop eating first. Um, but uh, I, I was training. There's, there's always got to be. Like all the work and all, all the doing stuff, all the running, there's got to be a goal at the end of it. And fighting was always got to be that goal. I just wanted to save me doing it on the street, I guess. So at that point, was your kind of aspirations UFC and that kind of big shows? Or was it just, okay, MMA, MMA fight instead of, you know, the, the physical, okay, this is the end goal or such, if you see what I mean? You got to understand that I come from like a small town, red car, and, uh, I saw the, the aspirations of, oh, I'm going to be a champion of the UFC and all this was just nothing that's ever entered my head. To be where I am now is just, like, gone way further than what I ever thought I could or would. Um, so it was just something to something to do. Um, I, I enjoy enjoy competing. I've always enjoyed competing, regardless of any sport. And, uh, and I've, to be honest, I've always enjoyed uh, getting, getting, in, getting in a tear-up as well. So... If I can put them both together, where well, I'm not going to get in trouble as well. Um, <laughs> there we go. It's a, it's a winning portion, isn't it? It's perfect. Well, this is it as well. It's what you can see in your fights. Like all your fights, you've got a big smile on your face as well. Like even them, like the way and stuff. You're having a laugh. Like was it Steve Amble in your last one? Was like I put you a kiff and always you old man. All this kind of stuff. It was yeah. so funny. Everyone, everyone, everyone gets gets upset. And the, I was only the other day that. <clears throat> I was getting called out, called up on, called out on Facebook over it. I think it was uh, Steve still bitter over the over the loss because it was a close fight, calling for robbery and that. But um, at the end of the day, uh, I, it's fun. Like this is like it's, it's a build up. I trained my ass off for twelve weeks. I've cut so much weight. I'm gonna get there. and I'm gonna have a laugh at the wins and like and that's what it is. It's 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 a show and and I'll always put a show on at the end of the day. And uh, when you start the ring, when I'm saying this to them, when I'm sitting looking them in the eyes, I believe it. I'm not like. It's a fight at the end of the day, and everyone wants to try and dress up as something else. Me and him are going to go and have a fight at, in the cage the next day, and everyone, and everyone wants to get upset, or he wants to get upset because it's now going to knock him out. 
like you're gonna try and do the same to me tomorrow night. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> like if I'm gonna say it and then everyone gets like, oh, you're a you're a mouthpiece and all that. Well, not when I'm trying to knock you out the next day. It's not a it's not a mouthing off or anything. I think it comes across a bit differently if you weren't already about to fight the next day. If you said it just out of exactly. camp out of whatever, that's something else. But that is an interesting scenario there. Because with the whole fight itself, it was so close and I imagine on the judges it could have gone either way and this is the beauty of it and this is why I don't see why they give you grief for it you didn't judge it you fought <laughs> exactly but the thing is like I look at I look at all my fights like it was only it was just he was calling for this uh, rematch uh, Ian Dean please give me a rematch he's gonna beg like a dog like that's like like such a bitch move like like I look at each fight each fight's like a story win lose or draw I've got my ass kicked plenty of times and, uh, and I'll kick plenty of asses as well but whether it's a win or a loss, uh, I, I try to move on. That story's over. And I treat both a win and a loss exactly the same. Move on as quickly as possible. Learn from it. And uh, and, and keep going forward. And then everyone wants to try and live in the past and try and rerun things. And, like, there's plenty of times, like, when McKee choked me, it was back and forth and he catches me a choke. I could have easy went, mm. oh, he, he, got, he got lucky. No, he was the better man that night. He caught me in a perfect choke and put me put me away I'm going to go and try and scream for the rematch of that or any other fight I got beat by a Brazilian who held on for me for dear life and uh, I'm not going to go oh well uh, you only hold on I could have I could easy I could have done this I could have done that he wouldn't even try to fight me that's not my style I'm a man I'm going to take my losses like a man just like I take my wins and uh, and um, I'm not going to try and rerun things or try and live in the past and just each fight's a story and that story's over now let's close the book and move on to the next guy that is really interesting as well, because obviously you've had a lot of like big name fights. Some haven't gone obviously your way and stuff. But even then, the way you've said that, as you accept it, okay, that was that. Let's move on. Instead of people trying to right their wrongs almost and trying to again like live in the past, like you were saying there. So that's really interesting. So regards of, I don't know, have any losses really sort of stung you more than you'd like like to admit as such? Uh, no, no, I'd, I'd always admit it stung me. But uh, I remember when Jack Grant kicked the uh, kicked my kicked my liver out of my mm. body. And um, that, that hurt a lot because I, I worked really hard for that fight. And I mean, I mean, the whole work up for that fight. I, you know, I was running every morning, every night, and I, I was busting, busting balls for that fight. And uh, when when it was took away so fast in a round by by Jack with a perfect kick to the body, and I just thought I had so much more to give. And uh, it was it was depressing because I'd worked so hard. I was like, I'm, I'm so much better than what I've just shown. And I don't know why it was uh, the, the what happened that night, but sometimes sometimes it's not your night, and uh, it wasn't my night, and there was no way I was gonna go. Ah, it was only one round. I could have done so much better. Like, I just right, okay, well done. You were the better man that night. Close the book, move on, and I'll always be the same in that matter. Always be the same in that sense because, like I say, each fight's a story, and when that when that story's over, and even the story starts when it's signed, and all the training for that fight, the focus on that man, and uh, when it. And that happens, and even even in the wins, the talking, and all all the fun, and then after it, they shake hands regardless of decision, and then uh, you close the book and you move on, and that's that's how I'd always like to live it. I feel like I feel like um, too many too many too many people in in all all walks of life make make um our excuses the excuses are the worst thing in the world oh i had a, I had a bad leg like even when people win they can't know i was injured i'm like you bitch that's such a bitch move like come on like you're all meant to be men we're meant to be men and then you want to try and make excuses oh this happened that happened oh you got lucky the judges in the... shut the fuck up and move on that's that's how i like to live it again that kind of 
ownership and that kind of responsibility. I think that's really what's held you to this level as well and kept you this level because you get these people passing the buck and the responsibility, saying, okay, it's not my fault, it was this, that, and the other. And then then what happens when it happens again? Is it still their fault? <laughs> and then it's, you know, where do you go from there? Whereas if you've got that kind of mindset of, okay, this wasn't my night because of this, that, and the other, let's go back in the gym and sort that out. We're going to keep projecting you forward. So regards of your... I don't know, say you have one of these like quite big losses and then you come back to the gym, what's your process there onwards? Are you specifically working on the mistakes? Are you going business as usual? Take it as a, I don't know, what's your usual? Um, I just I just try to get back into training and enjoy training, to be honest. Um, when I go back, I don't go, right, oh, I need to write these wrongs and that. The, the, wrongs, the wrongs will get written over time in the work. Um, when I get a fight, when a fight gets announced or I sign a fight someone, I start looking at a fight that I want to fight, um, I'll start looking at right. Okay, I can't let this happen again. Like I, I know, I know, I know each mistake. Like I know when I fought Jack that um, I worked, I worked too much on my boxing. Like, like literally, there was like new, there was too much boxing work, and um, and uh, I didn't even see that kick come. I got kicked in the liver before I, before anything else happened. That was mm. that was the fight was over. I went that kick well. Yeah, yeah, I survived. I survived. And that's exactly what it was. And. Uh, and I've done too much boxing. I was like, okay, let's go. I'll move too much boxing. Like, okay, now I'm gonna start start working everything. And then um, the the McKee the McKee fight. Oh, what what, what crazy fight that was! That was and uh, well, fight. yeah, and um, but but um, I, I, I just got to, like try to get back to my feet. Try to grab him. Just not thinking about my neck. Just get up, get up, get up. And then got choked. What an idiot! So so now now I work on uh, my scrambles. So. I, it all, all works thing, and then, then I got held down by a Brazilian. Uh, before that, I got held down a Brazilian in Sweden, and um, what a statement! If you look, at, if, you, <laughs> if you look at if you look at my scrambling now, it's uh, it's a like there's no way someone's going to hold me down anymore because I just straight back to my feet now because I, I, I like the pain of that man when you when you get beat by someone who just wants to who doesn't want to engage in a fight with that that hurts that hurts but he, like you learn from it and I have learned from it and um, I've moved on the Brazilian in Sweden what a story that is uh, <laughs> um, let's try and you know, grow up a little bit okay here we are um, so when it comes to the walkout and stuff because you're saying about how I don't know you enjoy the atmosphere like you're so much, somewhat of a performer I want to say you enjoy the atmosphere you enjoy the nerves and everything else what are you like before you walk out? What's going on under the predator mask? Are you, I don't know, you scared shitless? Are you excited? Are you nervous? What's your like usual fight day kind of feelings? Uh, right before I walk out, I'm probably just like it's you. All them nerves have already gone, but like you're talking like the locker room and the the back door and the, the training room when you're all waiting about and that one that's hell oh, for me. That's hell. Like like literally, I'm sat there waiting to go back out and and the, 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 my thoughts are always the same. They have been the same from day one. Why, 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 the, why the hell am I doing this? Um, I choose to do this, so why am I doing it? And um, I put myself in this position, and uh, I have no reason to be here. I'd like, there are always the same things, and they go around like a whirlwind. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Why? I want, I want to run away. And uh, it's the same every single time. I like, there's, there's no doubt about it. And uh, every single time, I man up and. Uh, I pass passing feelings, and uh, I feel like a a bigger, stronger person when I come out the other side of it. So that's part of the reason why I do it as well. So there's a few things I want to go into that then. So you say about you asking why you're doing this. Obviously, like you know, the sort of questions you ask yourself anyway. But what are your answers? What what do you do this for? What is your what do you 
I don't know, what do you say to yourself to get you in a more level headspace? <laughs> to be honest, at the time, at the time, there's there's nothing that will uh, bring me around here. I, I I do love it though. This this the looking back and what I tend to do is I look look back after after my last fights. It's always um some of that will come for me when I look back after every fight I have, win, lose, or draw. I look back and and, and there's like a like a, a a big weight lifted off me, and I just I, I feel better. I feel better and. Um, I know I will. I'll get out. I'll come out the other side. That's that's how, that's that's pretty much how I get through it all. But I know I know for a fact this. I'm already here now. I'm here to fight, and that's what's going to happen. I know a lot. Of, there's a lot of crazy people that don't even get them feelings. They're just like, oh yeah, I'm I'm not bothered. I'm here, I'm here to fight. I mean, I'm, I'm like shit. I'm I'm the guy in the back room that's talking talking too much, and I'm I'm looking at people. I'm going, what the why the hell are we why why are we even here? I don't even know why I'm going to be here, and. Um, that's that's part of the way I go with it. I, th- I talk about it. That is really interesting as well. Like, are you like chewing all your teammates' ears up and stuff like um Kalelin or like you two like chin wagons or all this kind of stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, but like God, I'm in the back in the back room of anywhere, and I'm, I'm a lot of fight. I'm just like, this is this is hell. This is hell. And I, I know a lot of guys feel the same with me, but I know there's a lot that are just like stone cold killers, and a lot of people go silent. See when when people are silent, they're just like stones in the face and they're just sucking it all in I'm doing the complete opposite and I'm talking like talking mad and talking in one's ear and they're like oh leave me alone because I've got a fight soon as well I'm, I don't know all the lads and I had um, me, like all, all the lads that fought in the last card were all there and all sat in the back room and everyone's just like trying to relax and trying to get in the, get, in, get the head in the game and I'm just talking shit because that's what I do and I'm just constantly at it but um, yeah too much so what was the Steve fight like regards of fighting in an empty or closed doors event and obviously it being moved to Manchester and all this kind of stuff. Talk to me about that fight week for you. What was that like on your side? That was, uh, honestly, it was hell for me because I'd worked really hard for that fight. And like, when I say I worked hard, I mean like, I thought I'd like, to cut, to, to cut 20 kilos in 12 weeks is um, crazy. And to get, to do that with uh, also have the, the cardio, the cardio to fight three fives and and more. I reckon I could have done. I could have done the five that that night. I could have done five fives. I was ready to go. Like if you look at the end, look at the end of the round. He was gasping home onto the fence, and I could I could have went. I could have went again. Like I always do. And um, I just busted my balls for it. And then uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, it's definitely what's happening." And then it's like, "It's not happening," and I'm sorry, it's off. And then I got like two hours later, it was back on, and I was just, um, it was a, a roller coaster to say the least. And then I was just so happy that the cage warriors got it done, really, because all that work for nothing would have been uh, very detrimental to me as a person. I don't know, I don't know where I'd have been. I'd have, I'd have been up Shit's Creek, honestly. Um, it's it, the way I am is just like, and I need, I need. I need that, and um, I'm just I, I I couldn't thank I couldn't thank uh, Graham Graham Boyle and Dean everyone to get everyone at Cadres for getting started because uh, me as a person I, I need that outlet I need I need to be fighting and I need um, that end goal so yeah, all that work would have been for nothing and I'm just happy that they got it done. Now more so the fight itself. So to come out and fight in basically a quiet kind of arena, what was that like? Did you prefer it? Did you like it without the crowd? Or 
How did you find the whole thing? To be totally honest, uh, beforehand, I was like, this is going to be nothing for me. Trust me, like, if you, if you walk in the park, like, uh, it wouldn't be the first time I fought and no one being around. Put it that way. I, I've, been, I've been in many fights where behind closed doors or just, just fights. It's, it's what I do. I've always fought and, uh, it, what, like, no problem. And then when it comes to walk out, I didn't get them same feelings. They say, you know, them that, 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 that. When you walk out in front of people, and that, I didn't get the same ones that I normally would. And that was a bit of a, that threw me off a little bit. Uh, even when I was stood in the cage and um, they, were, they were, were about to fight, I'm like, and they're like, the same, the same feelings weren't there. And I, I didn't really, that's, that's some of the, um, I, I do again 100% because I love fighting. All right, if they said, right, look, we're going to go fight for you, but you've got to do it around closed dog, and I would do it again. But uh, we definitely prefer to do it in um, in a in a packed out arena. But this was really where the question came from, is because obviously earlier we were saying that you're more of a performer. As much as you love fighting in itself, you are still you enjoy the atmosphere. You play to the crowd as well. You you know get involved with the whole thing. So to then to lose the crowd aspect, I don't know if that would sort of how that would affect your mindset and all. And say you and Steve fight again, would you have it a lightweight or featherweight? Uh, I'd, I'd always fight, fight Feather now. Feather's my weight now, but um, he's going he's gonna to have to do some work to fight me again. He's going to have to win. I'm not, I'm not fighting him again without a win. That's uh, the top bottom right now. To be honest, it, it would have been something I would have uh, would, uh, thought about, but after he started that begging like a dog on Facebook the other night, uh, that, that's me now. He, he, made, he made his choice by uh, his friends. I would not like to give him any shine by mentioning their names, but uh, some bantamweight some started uh, mentioning my name, calling me, so... He, he fucked it for himself there. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I want to fight someone else. Like I say, it's a different book. He wants to, he wants to do some heavy lifting and fight someone else, get a win, come back in the column. Then maybe maybe we can do it again. But he has to he has to get a win first. I'm not fighting someone I'll lose. Uh, I've already I've already proved my point. I got the win. I was trying to better things. With this is it as well. Who's sort of on your radar? I mean, unofficially because there's no nothing announced. Anyone particularly you've got your eyes on or anything confirmed behind? Closed doors? No, no, not, nothing confirmed. Uh, I've not even spoke to Cage Warriors, to be honest, uh, especially with the lockdown going on. I know, um, I know, I know Mads, Mads is busy, wasn't he? I don't know what's going on with him at the minute. Uh, they were, they were going to do an interim with uh, Morgan and uh, someone else that they were going to fly over, but now, um, now, now, if Morgan's free, I want to fight Morgan, like for the, the for the interim. I do five rounds of Morgan would be nice. I like um, I don't know. He's a scary guy for me. Uh, like he fought Louis. Louis, that, that was another fight. He could have went either way. Um, and uh, I would, I would definitely like that fight. That was, that was the fight that I would want. But um, it's, it's got nothing to do with me at the end of the day. Is it? it like I could, I could want whatever happens, and uh, they could just pick whoever. But I've got no. I don't really fuss about fighting anyone apart from either Morgan or Mads because they got the belts. In my eyes, it's Mads and Morgan should be fighting for the belt. They're, they're uh, Morgan's done so much heavy lifting and uh, put himself right in the title picture, so it's, it's his it's his belt in my eyes. He's got to be fighting for that belt. Um, but if um, Mads is busy, I'll, I'll, I'll happily step in there because at the minute I'm 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 a guy of everywhere. I've come down come down from fighting all the biggest guys, all the biggest guys at lightweight, all the big names. I come down. I've got two wins in a row. Um, I'm exciting. People want to see me and. Uh, I want to fight that. I want to fight that fight, and I think he. I think he'll want to fight me as well. 
Because everyone hates us. <laughs> stylistically, it would be a really nice fight. That's why I kind of asked that question. Not necessarily to call people out and their name names stuff. It's more stylistically who you'd sort of like to see yourself against. And obviously, since I was touched on when I spoke to Cal as well, was when you two sparred, neither of you <laughs> stepped backwards. So it's that kind of thing of like, it'd be an interesting fight regardless. And if you see um, Morgan's performance against Dean Truman, I think you fought on that same card, didn't you, in Birmingham? Birmingham? Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, I fought, um, I fought, I fought, uh, Alakazari, uh, Bless you. <laughs> <Alakazari>. <laughs> yeah, the the rest the wrestler dude, wrestler dude. He's like nine and three. He's like, he's like a good European fighter, and um, I I beat him quite comfortably, and then I beat I beat uh, Stay close decision, but it was a win. Um, and uh, he was he was ranked number five, so I think that puts me in line for. I think I'd be nice if uh, Mads is busy. Me and me and Morgan would be nice uh, a nice interim title. Well, say if we had a four-man tournament, you, Mads, and Morgan, who's your fourth for a featherweight um, four-man tournament? To be honest, I, I, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even watch too much of it. Someone, someone, someone coming off a win, someone coming off a win. To be honest, I think it'd have to, uh, that's what it'd have to be. Uh, I, I, obviously, uh, my boys from the gym, I'd put in there, but I don't want to be, I don't want to be putting them in a tournament with my lads, like none of that shit. So, uh, like. I'm not going to mention. <laughs> I know for a fact that... Um, I'll tell you what it is. I've just gone absolutely blank here. Yeah, because you get guys like Dean Truman. You get... Um, Aiden Lee's now Bellator. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, like... D- Dean would be a good D- one. Dean's moved, Dean, Dean's moved up. And uh, I'd, I'd love to fight Dean as well because I've got a lot of respect for him. I know he's a, he's a real fighter. And there's, there's not many of them. Um, there's a... I'll tell you what it is. I, I, can't, even, I can't even help it. I've, uh, I've gone blank. I train with him every flipping week. See this how this is what lockdowns done to us. Um, he fought. He fought on the same card. Same, same card as me. Um, young, younger than me, he's a killer. He's, he's only I think about five and all now. Jordan Bucinic. No, no, he trains with TFD, man. Um, not too sure. I thought me, me. I'll have to look feel bad now. So if you stall, I will go on topology and act like I've worked it out. We'll edit it in so it looks like I'm really, you know, clued up. So who did he fight? <laughs> what was his name? I couldn't even tell you who he fought either. <laughs> this is what I mean. This, this is the sort of guy I'm... You, 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 stay, you stay there. I want, I want to see... Uh, just have to look at my chat. <laughs> you know what I mean? I talk to these guys all the time. It's not like... Uh, Again, it's interesting because it's a shame about the sort of politics between different divisions. Like you get Bellator and the UFC, and obviously Cage Warriors as well. You can get the best of the best of European and international talent. So it'd be interesting to see a sort of cross promotion kind of tournament in that sense. Where do you think your future is? Would you like to stay like Cage Warriors? Is the UFC the end goal? What's your preference with this? Uh, I enjoy Cage Warriors. I just enjoy fight. I enjoy big fights. I enjoy tough. T- t- uh, I enjoy tough competition. Totally honest. So anyone, any anyone who's a, a big fight for me, it'd be nice to get, to get some cash. So I, I like. It's just this is just something I enjoy really at the end of the day. So as far as I can get, I go, I go as far as I can get. It'd be nice to get hands on that gold. James Hendon. So James, James Hendon. Hendon. Oh, got to be a horrible James fight. Hendon's, oh, is. Oh, I won't. I, I won't want to fight him. He, he's, he's my man though. He changed. He changed my gym. This is what I'm saying. I won't want him in the. I won't want. I won't want him in the format tournament. He's my boy. I won't. I won't fight him. 
But uh, what I'm saying is, if anyone deserves to be there, or anyone I think could do it, he'd be the man. His fight against Chris Edwards made me feel so sad. It, you know, when you get those rounds, it's going to be a long, long fight. I felt for him. I was like, oh no, it just. Yeah, I've been, I've been in them rounds week in, week out with him. He's a killer. He's a killer. And this is this what I'm saying. Like you saying about fourth man, I wouldn't want to be the fourth man because I won't be stepping in there against him anytime. He's my boy. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's my he's my boy. I would never would never fight him, but uh, he's a man that he need, he needs some he needs some. He could, he could do it, no problem. I think he, he he really could. I guess that becomes a bit of an issue when it comes to these kind of gyms where you get guys in the same weight division who are also competing. That eventually, I don't know. Well, what's going to happen nah, at that point? That's just a tricky one. Cause not, uh, uh, not for me, not for me. It's quite easy. There's plenty of guys, plenty of guys in the UK, plenty of guys in Europe that I can fight before I fight Louis or James or anyone else at featherweight that, 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 I, that I'm close to. Like like that in my gym. There's not we literally no need. Like um, they're, they're my boys. They're the people that I want to lift, and they're the people that raise me to be the point I am now. I would never be that guy ever that step in against them because they're my team, man. We play together. Well, that's another sort of point in itself. Regards of like fighting, and then the sort of sports side of it, because you can get people who can take away that kind of I don't know. You get those fights that are a bit too respectful when they're friends who fight. So it's a, it's a bit of an interesting one, especially when you have that. Would you say you have animosity when you fight or would you say it's all sportsmanship kind of thing as such? Oh, no, I'm, I can be a little bit chewy. I, I know exactly what I'm like. Yeah, uh, there's a little bit of fire there, but we're going to have a fight in the day. Like, like Dean, like Dean, I, I enjoy having a crack with Dean, Dean Truman. He's, he's, a, he's a nice lad. I, I would say that we, that we get on. But that was a that will be a guy that, that interests me to fight as well. So he's moved up now, though. Mm. But, but like he's a guy I respect in that in, in that fashion, and there will be no animosity there. But the, the guy I respect in that fashion, to, to I want to step in and have a fight with. But the likes of my teammates is someone that they're guys that have pushed me to this point right now where I am, and I would never. You want to see you want to see us fight coming on a Saturday night, and you'll see us beat the shit. Out of Saturday, Saturday, and you'll see us beat the shit out of each other. Because I swear to God, you could pay for some of them rounds. Well, that in itself is quite interesting. And regards of, there's a few things to sort of go from there. But what we we'll go with um, is your training over there in Red Car. Where, what would you say about your gym gets you guys to level you're at? Is there something you're doing specifically you think is really separating the men from the boys? What do you think is really I don't know. The real thing that brings you guys up. I yeah, uh, I, I don't. I, I actually train in the uh, same. It's like a, just like uh, about 40, 45 minutes away from my uh, from where I live from Redcar, um, at, at TFT with the boys and uh, the, the guys. Andrew Fisher keeps us all together. Put it that way. It's a uh, it's a lot of a lot of guys and that travel just to that point to fight to train there, and um, I'm one of them. And he holds us all together. There's a couple of things. I, I don't want to get too deep into it because I feel like a lot of gyms don't do what we do. Um, and and then if I start if I start talking about what we do, they're going to start doing what we do. So I do I do think that. Um, uh, That's I, it. Got... I, was, I don't think no one scrambles like us. I don't think no one scrambles like us. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I really do think no one scrambles like us. And I think um, that that fish is uh, um, someone to look up to. Someone that I respect a lot, and uh, someone that we all respect a lot, and uh, he um, he's a really good coach as well. So he's he's brought a team of lads together that can uh, all push each other to do better. 
Now, I'm going to ask one question on that, not to pry, but just to try and get a bit more of an insight on that. Is it the way you do it or is it the way you practice it? I don't know. It's just the things that we do. That I think other gyms maybe is missing out a little bit. I think a lot of people focus a lot on the side of the jiu-jitsu, the grappling, or separately, and we we seem to put it together a little bit, a lot, uh, a little bit better than a lot of other gyms with our scrambling and our work like that against a cage and everything. Our MMA is uh, really good, and then we also like it's the the, the, the MMA and um, martial arts on a whole are from the northeast. The likes of uh, MFA, um, Middlesbrough Fight Academy, I'll, I'll pop down there and I'll do a little bit of wrestling with Abdul Mohammed and uh, the Hardwick brothers are there. And uh, there's um, a couple of a couple of good amateurs up that way. And then you've got um, Northeast Jiu-Jitsu with Elish Younger and Jordan and all, all the lads up there that are just like intense grapplers that are like sport Jiu-Jitsu that can really, really go. So um, I, depending who I'm fighting and where I'm at, I can, I can get training wherever I'm at in the, in the uh, Northeast. With some of the best guys, but I think TFT's uh, put really put, put MMA together as a whole really well. Have you trained with Josh Abraham before? Because he lives, he trains at Roker, I think, Rough Roker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's popped on at TFT, and we we got some sparring when uh, when, when I fought Jakobsen. He we got some rounds in for when I fought Jakobsen. He uh, come down for a couple of weekends. Got some um, got some rounds in with him. He's a he's a he's a probably one of the toughest guys. That I've uh, I've sparred with. Um, he's got a chin of steel, man. Like honestly. Well, this is it as well. I've got a lot of time from him. I met him and Ant. Uh, I think it was one of the grappling um, empire event things, and both of them were so sound. And Josh absolutely cleaned up as well. So yeah, hopefully we'll see him back in the cage soon as well. I'm not sure what he's doing at the minute. I have to get him on. Um, I've got a couple Instagram questions for you, then I'll let you go. Um, first one is: Why do you put on so much weight in between fights? It's not a choice. Uh, it's I, a I, lifestyle. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, me. I don't. I don't, don't plan it. You know, every single time I'm like, this is why I'm start working now. This is why I'm working my ass off right now, to to not to not be in that situation where um, where 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 I am putting put so much weight on because I'm I bump up to 80, 86 kilos. I think that's my that's my limit. Like, and uh, and I start I start cutting down. But like um, this time, I'm cutting down well earlier, and I'm going to get my weight back to normal. But the reason I do it is because. Uh, old habits, like I say, um, I was always the guy. Like, I'm getting off the getting off the bar still in the cage, and uh, I've done that for a few. Like, even even the fights are real close now. I'm, I'm getting I'm getting straight from I'm coming straight out straight off the straight out of the pub, and I'm starting training. And like, honestly, when I'm training, it's strict. I'm dieting hard, not drinking, and uh, I'm doing everything I need to do. But I'm only doing that for 12 weeks. 12, 13 weeks, and it's, it's not good enough. So for this next fight, I think you'll, uh, a lot of people will see a difference in me because I started working my ass off now. So when it does come out, maybe maybe next year, but when it does, I'm going to be lighter. I'm going to be I'm going to be lighter this time. But the reason I do it is because I'm, it's, it's old habits. You know, old habits of uh, drinking too much, partying too much, and uh, eating too much, and it's something that I've always done, and uh, something that I've, um, some of that my discipline doesn't uh, <laughs> hasn't really uh, sorted out yet. Still, hopefully that will um, start picking up as well. Um, what was your amateur record? Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Honestly, I, I, I barely know my pro record. I honestly don't. Um, I, I, it's not something I focus on. I've always had the same records for DJs. Yeah, and, I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are. The, the belt holds the trousers up and all that shite. Um, but they're nice. They're nice for the wall. And they're nice to tell people. But people ask me People ask me all the time. I'm like, shit, I don't even know. Um 
I couldn't even tell you. You best on the topology. I'll have something like that. I, I got I got beat just as just as much as I won, but like the similar, similar probably similar wise now. Out of about ten fights, I couldn't tell you. That's <laughs> yes, all right. Um, so this is an interesting one, and I'm curious what this is going to be. So I'll take us out afterwards. Please, please ask Perry if he has ever has even had a straightener over a Palmer. It will be class. I don't know what that is, but go on. <sighs> Yeah, I'm not getting into this either. This is a this is another this is what I'm saying. I've, I've, I'm not, it's not the first time I've fought fought in an empty in an empty place. Put it that way. Um, it's not happening. Uh, I'm not, I, I tell I tell uh, yeah. I'll just say yeah. Well, I've had many, I've had many fights over over things that I shouldn't have had fights over over. Okay, we'll go into that after we finish recording. Uh, <laughs> so, where can people find you? Um, uh, Perry the Predator Goodwin on Facebook. Uh, I've got like a, a, a fight page and uh, Perry Andre Goodwin on Instagram and spot on. Cool, all of that will be in the description. Thank you for listening, guys. And this episode has been sponsored by Mauler MMA. Use code FCMMA20. At checkout on mallermma.com for 20% off on all products.